Hi again, this is World Pastor Tony Alamo. This is program number 577. If you'd like to have a copy of it, it's free, including the postage and handling, and Sharon will tell you how to receive one at the end of the program. So um, I have uh, a strong message today, a straightforward message, one that uh, you don't need to inquire. You just inquire in the Bible, and you'll see that everything that's being said on the program will be found easily in the Bible if you search, if you look. And, um, you know, it's amazing how so many people go to college and universities and they study so hard to be somebody. And yet they pay little or no attention to studying diligently and vigilantly the Word of God, uh, which is the only commodity on the face of this earth that is able to save your soul. And so um, this is the best thing that you can do is ignore totally ignore all the different things of this world uh, in favor of following the instructions from the Lord. The Lord is the one that we need to follow the instructions of. and We have some letters also and some music. But uh, let's go, uh, let's ask God, let's go to the throne and ask him to uh, anoint this service. Father, anoint the service. Give us a a defining um, understanding of the scriptures. Lord, define your word. Make it clear in the minds, in the spirits, the souls of everyone listening. Because this is for their very life, all of our lives. We need to hear from you, Lord. I, I love the messages that you bring. And there we get a lot of responses from people that love the messages as well. So, Father, honor your word. You said, if you pray, if you ask, you will receive. And so we're asking. And, uh, Lord, I'm asking you to make everything clear to everybody. Uh, because there's so many souls that are going out to meet you. And they don't have the blood of Jesus on their soul or the spirit of God living in them. Um, Lord, also I pray that uh, you will heal all the people out in Radio Land, uh, all of our listening audience and their loved ones, and that they will be able to uh, be saved. Uh, We know that praying will not save a person, praying for them. We need to preach the gospel to them. They're saved by believing the word of God. And so if anyone in uh, Radio Land has somebody that they want to be saved, uh, get the literature that the Lord has given me and send it to them so they can read it. You hear testimonies from all over the world of people that uh, were about ready to commit suicide, people that were witch doctors and into witchcraft, and um, people that were Muslims and Catholics and all kinds of other false religions, and they read the literature, and they were really saved. They could really feel the power of God enter their heart. And, Lord, I pray that you do that again on this broadcast and uh, thwart Satan. Uh, rebuke him, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. Send us more finances so that we can get the word out. It is your word that if people tithe to the work of the Lord, 
that you'll give it back to him a hundredfold if they keep the rest of the commandments. Lord, we ask all these things in the mighty name of Jesus, and everyone says amen, amen. and amen. Praise the Lord. Okay, right now, uh, this is myself with J.D. Sumner in the Stamps Quartet to sing for you, I, John. Well, and I just saw my number Way up in the middle of the air well, I just saw my number Way up in the middle of the air Well, I just saw my number Way up in the middle of the air well, I just saw my number Way up in the middle of the air Well, there were three gates singing the east Three gates in the way has to your brother. Three gates in the north. Three gates in the south. And that made twelve gates to the city. Four square wide. Hallelujah. Somebody knew where I jumped. Somebody number. Well, in the middle of the year. I jumped. Somebody number. But he saw a man He had twelve bright stars In his right hand Well his eyes flashed fire Like a burn in the sun Oh John got scared And he wanted to run Well he wanted to run But his feet wouldn't go Cause he felt the gospel coming Like a two-handed sword Well he heard a voice He said John take a look but you see them there right above He saw twelve angels in the east Twelve angels in the west Twelve angels in the north Twelve angels in the south Forty-eight angels to the city Four square white Hallelujah The body knew that John Somebody knows Praise the Lord. There is a, a huge number of saints that are be, uh, will be coming to earth with Jesus, all riding on white horses. It's going to happen real soon. The Bible states that the uh, any time now, the uh, skies, the eastern skies will open up, and you'll see like a scroll, and you'll see Jesus looming over the entire universe. I mean, he'll be everybody in the world will be able to see him. Not on TV either. You'll see him uh, every which way. Uh, it's coming back to earth again. There's going to be a big world quake. God's going to move the earth right off of its axis. And people will be groveling on the ground, people that didn't think it was important, uh, to study the word of God, not just read it, but to study it diligently and vigilantly, to study it uh, for your own life. Uh, people go out and they dig for gold 
and they spend their whole lives digging for gold and digging for uh, through thousands of different books in order to get a college degree so that they can learn everything that everybody else knows in the world. Very few people know what I know. Uh, I know the gospel, and I know that when you know the gospel, when you know the Bible, you know the Lord, because the Lord is the Bible. All right, so um, we got some letters here today. Uh, where's the first one from? From Dallas, Pennsylvania. Dallas, Pennsylvania. Now, we're very close to Dallas, Texas. We've got a Paris, Arkansas here, and uh, all kinds of different uh, <laughs> well-known names. I wonder if there's a, a Los Angeles, uh, uh, Arkansas, or Texas. We know that uh, we say we're from L.A. That means lower Arkansas. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Dear Pastor Lamo, peace and goodness from God be in your life and in the life of your family and in your worldwide ministry. It is a great pleasure for me to communicate with you and greet you in the love of God. In this age of religious complexity that we live in, it's admirable to know that prophets and men of the Almighty God, such as yourself, are not intimidated before a world that has knelt down and are faithful to Satan. All glory and honor be to the only all-powerful and fearful God. I would rather die and have be ground into hundreds of millions of pieces than to bow down to this bunch of reprobates, these sick uh, sickos that are running the government and the government of the world, that Pope uh, and all of his people. And then what else? Glory be to the one who calls things into existence as if they already existed. Real servants of God who rebuke and admonish a wicked and perverse world with the truth of God's word are very scarce. You really did it with a literature called Another Pearl Harbor. It's sad but true. But since man decided to be ruled by man instead of being governed by God, all the lies and tall stories that we hear today are the grotesque result of that imprudent choice. Jesus said, quote, Whosoever committeth sin is the servant of sin, unquote, John chapter 8, verse 34. Many times the way to understand things is to see their difference. Eli and his sons were put in the priesthood under the stipulation that they honor God in their ministry and life. But they failed, and God sent them Samuel to announce the consequences. Unbeknown to Eli, this law of repercussion had always been, an act, been active, and now that time for judgment had come. Just like the sailor knows his position at sea by the altitude of the sun, we also know what our moral position is by looking at God. We are fine when we have a good relationship with God, and when we don't, it is not the case. The fallen, stubborn, and ignorant humanity does not understand this, and worse, they don't accept it. I cannot accept the erroneous lifestyle of the people in high society, such as presidents and their workers, the political people, the Catholic Pope, and his imbecile followers. They have the audacity to compel other people to change, but yet no one can force them to change. The Bible says that because they have decided not to retain God, he leaves them to become perverts in their insane minds. It's sad but true. The last thing evil people want to hear is the truth about God. This is nothing neither new nor strange for us who follow Christ. I encourage you to continue delighting the real people of God with your clean and biblical literature. 
Please, I want to ask a favor, and that is that you send me world newsletters from 2006 and 2007, as well as a holy Bible like the ones your ministry uses. I have a new international version, so I will appreciate it very much. May God continue to fill you with the wisdom that comes from above. Before ending, I would like to request prayer for my family in Colombia. My mother, my sisters, my brothers, my nieces and nephews, as well as the rest of my family who live in Philadelphia, my wife, two sons, my stepdaughter, mother-in-law and sister-in-law, and lastly, my daughter who lives in Houston, Texas. My request is for their salvation and that God may be glorified in their lives. I want them to be delivered from the religion of Catholicism. I end here hoping to hear news from you soon. Your brother in Christ, John Zapata from Dallas, Pennsylvania. Praise the Lord. Do you have another one? Where is it from? From McAllister, Oklahoma. Okay. Dear Tony Alamo, I've been listening to your program every morning at 4 a.m. on Big 107.3 out of Fort Smith, Arkansas. Sir, I want to know if you would send me a King James Bible and some of your popular literature. You have a very clear and strong way you preach, very to the point. You speak on many issues that a lot of preachers are afraid to preach on, and I respect that. Thank you, signed Johnny Vaughn from McAllister, Oklahoma. Well, the Bible says that we are saved by uh, every word that proceeds from the mouth of the living God. And if um, if people don't preach the whole word, then that means that they're ashamed of the word of the Lord. And the Bible says, Jesus said, that uh, he would be ashamed of them before his father And the holy angels. Amen? Amen. And so, you know, people that are afraid to preach the truth, they're not worth uh, their chaff. They're goats. They're not sheep. They're uh, ashamed of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. The Apostle Paul said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ because actually it's the only power of God For us unto salvation to those of us that believe if you don't believe the gospel if you don't uh, and when you read it you're ashamed of it you're not going to heaven you might as well forget about that do you think that God when he said that you're supposed to preach the word and not be ashamed of him that he's going to let you into heaven and you know, you're fearful you're unbelieving you don't do what the Lord says you don't believe that you have to do that in order to get into heaven Then you believe uh, what these um, pensive, uh, satanic people tell you, that you really don't have to do anything that Jesus did at all. But the Lord uh, never tells us that in the Word. He says he accomplished salvation for us, but then after he enters into our spirits, our minds, our bodies, then he said that uh, we have to do something. We have to take up the cross and follow him. And also we have to deny ourselves. First of all, we have to give, this is the first commandment, uh, these are things that we have to do. We have to give our heart to the Lord, to surrender our entire heart to God. And uh, only then, then and only then are we able to keep the commandments of the Lord. That's the way it really is, folks. And, uh, you know, I could preach all day long, uh, but those people say, Well, no, we want to send our, we want to do this instead of saying, what do you want for me to do, Lord? And, uh, we want to send our children to universities to, uh, to, uh, 
for them to be able to have a decent job. All they're doing is learning things that everybody else knows in the world. And um, you'll make a lot more of yourself by serving God. There's no other work on the face of the earth that we're supposed to do. The whole duty of man is to fear God and work, keeping his commandments. Do you ever think that keeping God's commandments is a work? Well, it is. I know that because I serve him. And uh, serving him is not just for me or a handful of other people on earth. It belongs to everybody. We all have to serve God. If the Spirit of the Lord enters into you, then you know uh, that that's what you have to do. You have to tell others, and you have to keep all the commandments. Because if you break one commandment, you've broken them all. And the Lord's not going to allow anyone to enter into the kingdom of heaven with broken commandments on their soul. These are stains all over your garments. The garments have to be pure white. White is driven snow. And um, there was another letter that we had. It was something from somebody that was... Awakened in prison. I told you to read that one. Where is that? Read it. From Tucker, Arkansas. Okay. Reverend Alamo, I know you don't know me, but I listen to you almost every night. The first time I ever heard of you, I had fallen asleep with my radio on my head, listening to 1090 AM, and I woke up out of a dead sleep, and you were preaching the word of God with no remorse, and I liked it. So I listen to you all the time now. Maybe you can use me for my skills when I get out. You know I can build a house from the ground up, do the electric and the plumbing. Well, we certainly do need skilled laborers here. Uh, what we do is uh, we provide a place for everyone to live. We actually have apartments, houses, and uh, depending on if people are married and have children, we try to accommodate. Then we have dormitories for people that are not married for dormitories for brothers, and then other dormitories for sisters. All your food, if you get sick, uh, we pray for you and you get healed, or if uh, your faith hasn't grown to the point to where you can receive uh, the blessings uh, that the Lord and the promises that he has so kindly illustrated for us in his word, well, then we send you to doctors and hospitals and dentists. We take care of everything. Uh, We don't, uh, you know, today, the facilities that we have amount up to about $5,000 a month is what the government said that we're uh, giving to people. We get no government aid whatsoever. We, uh, the Lord sends the money in. We we don't get uh, tithes and offerings from old widow or uh, women or widowers. we uh, work for our money, and people that work uh, give tithes to us. And we always have uh, seem to have enough for everybody to go around. And um, we'd appreciate people that move in. Some of them move in, they can't do anything, because, um, but they can pray. They're prayer warriors. But uh, this is uh, great. So if you uh, get out of prison and you want to move in, now, there's a, in this town, that uh, you know, there's a lot of people that say, oh, the people, have, uh, they're taking prisoners in. 
Well, you know, the Apostle Paul was a prisoner, Jesus was a prisoner, all the prophets and the apostles were prisoners. I myself, uh, they've been put in prison on false charges. I just like myself, there's a person getting out of prison. I wrote a piece of literature. He was in on false charges and now they, it looks like they're releasing him because it was brought to the attention of the uh, judicial system and a bunch of people out of the world. We literally distribute thousands, millions and millions of pieces of literature. And I don't know of anyone that hasn't received one of my pieces of literature on their automobiles throughout the country. Some people say they've received many of them. Okay, was that the end of that? Just closes. I don't know what else to say. God bless you. Sincerely, John Paul Smith from Tucker, Arkansas. Okay, well, God bless you too, John Paul Smith. Praise the Lord. All right, now, um, we uh, are been, I've been bringing messages here on the different promises of the Lord. Uh, they, uh, the people of Satan keep such close uh, uh, prisoners that there's no com uh, comfort at all. Uh, meditation, they don't meditate at all or speak or stay uh, uh, up to the throne uh, at all with them. And again, on the other hand, then the promise works effectually when it is bound upon a Christian's heart. Uh, when you, you, like I said, you have to file all the different promises and read them all so that it can be bound on your heart so that when you wake up in the morning um, with the promise, and uh, it will walk with e e uh, the promise. It'll walk with you all during the day. No, uh, you won't feel any pain whatsoever, and you'll feel no danger that you you will not feel that. And uh, there's nothing that can pluck him from the this uh, breast once you get uh, to be accustomed to having the promises bound around your heart and you just uh, lean on the understanding of the Lord instead of your own understanding, uh, life will be so peaceful for you. But on the other hand, there are people in the Bible, um, uh, like Samson, for instance, that uh, feeds uh, was feeding on the promises of the devil. But... Um, the devil promises that we shall not surely die and that we can just go through life eating honey and uh, uh, cavorting with uh, all sorts of women and play, um, playing riddles to people. But the Christian that is bound, that allows the word of God to be bound to his heart, is not like that. A Christian that will sing... When another sighs, he will be able to spend that time of his affliction in uh, praising God. Uh, where others whose thoughts are scattered and split upon, uh, what they suffer too commonly bestow on fruitless complaints 
it's a, it doesn't do you any good to complain because if you um, feel misery or discomfort uh, or you feel uh, persecution, you see it coming to you, and you don't have enough of this or enough of that, uh, your mind should not be uh, on complaining, but it should be on the promises of the Lord. Because all that does is when you murmur and complain is it uh, dishonors God. It dishonors God himself. Let it be your care, therefore, Christian, to practice this duty of meditation. Do not only exchange a few words with the promise, as one does with a friend passing by at his door, if you're passing by somebody on the street, but invite the promise uh, into your heart as Abraham did uh, the angels into his uh, house Genesis um, chapter 18 not to pass away till you have more, uh, more fully enjoyed it enjoyed what what am I saying that you have enjoyed or what? The promise. I'm talking about promises here. Don't let your thoughts be scattered, you know. Yes, constrain it as the disciples did Christ to stay with the all the night of your affliction. This is to acquaint ourselves indeed with God the ready way to be at peace. Well, if you have the promises bound on your heart, you have peace because it doesn't make any difference if uh, whatever is going on in your life, um, you have peace. This is the way the saints have taken to raise their faith to such a pitch as to triumph over the most uh, formidable calamities. Quote, my beloved, says um, the spouse in the Song of Solomon, quote, shall lie all night betwixt my breasts, unquote. That is when um, benighted with any sorrows afflicting providence she will pass away the night comfortably in the meditation of the Lord's love and his loveliness, his beauty and sweetness. Never will the Christian come to any kindly heat of comfort in his spirit until he takes this Abishag of the promise into his bosom to cherish him. This will do it indeed. The soul that was learned this heavenly part of, or lesson of meditation will feel no more the extremity of any affliction than you do the sharpness of the cold weather when you are uh, sitting by a good fire or lying in a real warm bed. 
if you have uh, the promises bound on your heart and in your mind and spirit, you're always going to be by that old warm stove or in a nice warm bed. It was a notable speech of Julius Palmer, an English martyr who said to them, he said, quote, that have their mind uh, fettered to the body as a thief's foot is to a pair of stocks. It is hard to die. That's a hard way to die. But if any be able to separate his soul from his body, then by the help of God's Spirit, it is no more hard to, um, or mastery for such a uh, one than to drink this cup. He means, uh, or he meant, if uh, the creature, or I mean the Christian, the person be able to elevate his mind and thoughts above his suffering by heavenly meditation, by heavenly means, meaning meditation on the great and precious promises, then it were nothing to suffer. It's nothing to suffer. Such a one, his soul is in heaven. We sit with the Lord Jesus in heavenly places, and the soul in heaven feels little what the flesh meets with on earth. Here, O you Christian, is the most glorious prospect to be seen on this side of heaven. When the soul stands upon this Mount Pisgah of meditation, we can see the Holy Land if we stand in the spirit on the Mount Pisgah. Amen. This is where, when God told Moses that he was going to have to die, he said that he allowed Moses to go on the top of Mount Pisgah to look at the Holy Land. So when the soul stands upon this Mount Pisgah of meditation, looking by the eye of faith through the perspective of the promises upon all the great and precious things laid up by a faithful God for him, it is easy to despise the world's love and the world's wrath. But alas, it is hard for us to get up thither. We are so short-breathed and soon tired with a few steps of this mount crawling up the Mount Pisgah. This difficulty mountain or this easy mount of God. Oh, let us all cry out as once David did, quote, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. Unquote. That's Psalm 61, verse 2. Do you have that? Yes. From the end of the earth will I cry unto thee. When my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. Okay. And with him, in another place, he states, quote, Who will bring me into the strong city, dot, dot, dot? Will not thou, O God? Psalm 60, verse 9. So who will lift us up to this high 
holy hill of meditation higher than all the surging waves that dash upon us from beneath, where we may see all of our creatures or human enjoyments uh, drowned, yet ourselves are not wet. Or we could call it wet shod. Our feet, our shoes are not wet. Will not thou, O God, Yes, our God would do this for us, would we but shake off our sloth and show up by uh, parting with our mandrakes to purchase his company that we highly prize the same. Mandrakes uh, are in the Bible. What it is, it's uh, a drug. There's so many people that are... um, they will not part with drugs because they don't have the Lord and then they don't have any peace and they're afraid of the wrath of human beings here on this earth. And so they're into drugs, parting with our mandrakes to purchase. If we do that, get rid of the drugs and lean on the promises of God, then we have his company, which we highly prize the same my meaning is this would we but frequently um, retire from the world and bestow some of that time in secret waiting upon God which we lavish out upon inferior pleasures and entertainments of this world in other words, when we um, we're dis, uh, depressed, there are so many inferior pleasures and entertainments that we seek out to have of this human being or the creature, the human. We should invite God's Holy Spirit to us. Let a wicked man set up a lust for his thoughts to be daily with, and the devil will soon be at his elbow to assist him. And shall we not believe the Holy Spirit is ready to lend his helping hand to a holy meditation? Would you Do you think if you were your mind was on the Lord that the Holy Spirit would... Uh, lend his helping hand uh, to you to get to the place in the Lord where you could have a holy meditation with him? Doubtless he is. Spread you your sails, and the Holy Spirit will fill them with his heavenly breath. Be but uh, you, the priest, to... um, Lay the wood and sacrifice it under and fire from heaven will come down upon it. Be but careful to provide fuel. Fuel is your prayers to the Lord and your meditation on him. Gather from the promises matter for meditation. In other words, read the word of God 
so that you have substance, faith in you from the word of God, uh, or matter for meditation, and set you your thoughts to work upon it, and the Holy Spirit of God will uh, kindly uh, your affections. Quote, while I was musing, the psalmist David said, the fire burned. Then spake I with my tongue. Psalms 39.3. What it's saying is meditate, meditate, keep meditating on the promises. And uh, then uh, when you've meditated, then the Holy Spirit will come down and speak with your tongue. Psalms 39, verse 3. Go ahead, read it. My heart was hot within me. While I was musing, the fire burned. Yeah, musing means he was meditating with the Lord. Then the fire came down and it gave uh, fuel for his prayer to the throne. Amen? Amen. Okay, go ahead, read it. Then spake I with my tongue. Amen. Then he started praying. Because meditation gives you the fuel uh, to get up and gives you the unction to be able to speak to the Lord with your tongue. Isaac met his bride in the field, and the gracious soul, her beloved, when she steps aside for what? To walk with the promise. She walked with the promise in her thoughts. These promises, you're uh, not to just think about them, but the next message I'm going to work um, up here is that we must plead the promises at the throne of grace. We must plead the promises. You can't just have them in your mind without asking for them, for the promises. You have to put them in your brain, in your spirit, in your soul. And you have to plead for the promises at the throne of God, the throne of power. Because when we plead the promises, God will give them to us, but we must plead the promises. Okay, and then the promises are all incorporated in the word of God. Where uh, the promises and the uh, the cursings and the blessings are all promises. Uh, Sharon, let's read from the 28th chapter of Deuteronomy, uh, verse 7. We uh, we went into blessed shalt thou be, this is verse 6, when thou comest in, and blessed shalt thou be when thou goest out. These are promises. If God says something, there's no better person to believe on the face of this earth because I've tested him out. All right? Well, now, one time the Lord told me, don't go downtown. I thought, well, I'm not sure that that's the Lord. He really talks to me specifically, but I went downtown and got into the worst rainstorm. And so I just said, Sanford, I wasn't supposed to uh, go downtown, so turn the car around, let's go back. I came back to where we were, and everything was fine over here. Praise the Lord. Amen. So it's good. Now go ahead and read, Sharon, from uh, verse 7. 
The Lord shall cause thine enemies that rise up against thee to be smitten before thy face. Isn't that wonderful? Amen. I've seen that happen so many times. And it's just good to know that you've got God to defend you. Uh, so we must plead the promise. Uh, we have to keep it on, uh, at, the, on the, at the throne of power. Plead the promise at the throne of power. This must not be disjoined uh, from the other things that I've been teaching you. It's for sure. As uh, the, uh, the ingredients of an excellent receipt do not work the cure. Okay, because we have to go up there and we have a... What is the receipt that I'm talking about? It's like uh, when you buy something. In other words, you buy the word of God. Amen? Amen. Then you have a receipt for it. It's like bound on your heart. Amen? Amen. Uh, So the receipts are uh, not separately, but uh, all of them are tempered together. They're like fused together. All the receipts have to be joined together in order to add them up. So you'd know what the ex- uh, expenditures were. You have to know that, you know, if you're going to get receipts from God, that you're going to have to pay the price. What are Count the cost, the Bible says. Amen? Amen? Do you want me to defend you, God says, or do you want me to heal you? Do you want me to uh, give you wealth, uh, to bless you in the city and bless you out in the country and all the other blessings and promises that the Lord then, uh, you have to show me some receipts. Amen? Amen. What did you do today? Because you can't shuck the Lord. Amen? Amen. Know what the expenditures were. So these directions being uh, social means must not be severed. You cannot separate these promises. There's a whole rash of them. Continue some more, Sharon. They shall come out against thee one way and flee before thee seven oh ways. Oh, my God. Isn't that a, prom- a beautiful promise? Amen. Do you have enemies coming against you? Well, this is a promise. They'll come at you What? One way and flee before these seven ways. They'll flee before you. Because, you know, when it's amazing, they are very bold and they come at you, they say, we're going to kill you, we're going to do this and that and this and that and this and that to you. But all of a sudden they start coming and you're trusting the Lord's promises and you pray and you pray to God, Lord, uh, here's my receipts. I did your will and you told me if I do your will, you'll do mine. Okay, Lord, I pray for these people to be saved, but they don't want to be saved. So what we have to do, Lord, is I have to trust you to uh, scatter them. How many ways? Seven ways. Seven different ways. They are all together, the promises. There's more. Read more. Verse 8. The Lord shall command the blessing upon thee in thy storehouses, and in all that oh, thou oh settest. Oh, my God, he's going to what, command blessings on you, huh? Amen. But uh, you got to show something that you did, amen? Amen. The Bible says that we're going to be judged by uh, our works, by the things that we did. We have to have receipts, okay? 
Then what? The Lord shall command the blessing upon thee in thy storehouses and in all that thou settest thine hand unto. Everything that you set your hand to will prosper. That is, if you've sought the Lord as to what uh, to put your hand to. Amen? Amen. I wanted to go into farming. And the Lord said, eh, eh, no. Amen? I see one farm toppling after the other. Amen? Amen. Because the Antichrist uh, churches uh, or these... Uh, cults are destroying the United States of America. That's just obvious, you know, and a lot of people know that. Okay. All the promises are jointly observed. And this direction that I am now speaking to, I speak to this direction beside a universal influence it has upon all the other is linked in a special affinity to the former. The other things that I have been teaching you. Okay, go ahead, read some more. And he shall bless thee in the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. The Lord's going to give you land and he's going to bless you in it, okay? That is if you keep the commandments and you keep the promises. Now God's going to test you. He does. He's not going to tempt you, but he'll test you and put it uh, put you to it and he wants to see some metal there in you you have to uh, do what he says in vain do we charge the gun or let's say because we don't have guns i'm going to say in vain uh, a policeman fills his gun if he doesn't intend to uh let it off to shoot it. Amen? Amen. If it, so meditation fills the heart with heavenly matter, but prayer gives the discharge. So it's like putting bullets into a gun, but you've got to fire the gun. Amen? Amen. So uh, prayer gives the discharge. Meditation fills the heart or the gun. Uh, with the heavenly matter, but prayer gives the discharge and pours it forth upon God. The prayers go up and you pour upon God. You charge him with these things, whereby he is overcome to give the Christian his desired relief and help. Read some more of the relief and help that the Lord gives us from the 20th chapter of Deuteronomy. Okay, this is verse what? Nine. Okay. The Lord shall establish thee and holy people unto himself, as he hath sworn unto uh, thee. Wouldn't you like to be a holy person? Amen. To where no unholy thing can happen to you, and if it does, you go through it with the peace of mind Amen. and uh, knowledge that these promises, God, uh, you know, the Lord says that my people perish for a lack of knowledge and understanding. They just don't uh, apply these things to their heart or to their lives. Okay, then what? The Lord shall establish thee in holy people unto himself, as he hath sworn unto thee, if thou shalt keep the commandments. That's if you keep the commandments. Amen? Amen. Oh, these things sound so sweet to people, but, boy, when they say there's something that we have to do, we have to keep the commandments. Yes, you do. When you see, you know, there's a, a... a minister out here um, 
one of the men that was putting up steel buildings for me told me about a minister in his church. And he was saying that he dressed up like a bum. And he was leaning uh, on a building right across the street from the church. And all these people in his church were coming to church. And they just passed him by really quickly because he was dressed up dirty and everything. And they didn't want anything to do with him. And the Lord tells us to help those kind of people. Amen? Amen. And so after the whole church was filled, the minister walked down the aisle and got up behind the pulpit and told everybody in that church what they were, a bunch of stinking hypocrites. They weren't worth anything to the Lord. Okay, let's read some more promises. So they don't have any promises. It's just like all these people thought they were so wealthy when they had these houses and everything. And because they don't keep their mind on the Lord, they don't care anything about his promises, they're going into foreclosure. Their businesses are closed. Detroit got shut down. Flint, Michigan got uh, shut down. The clothing industry has evaporated right before your very eyes. God has taken it away because you people pay no attention to his promises. And you don't uh, fill your heart or your gun, as I'm explaining. So it's obvious that you don't intend to fire that gun, your heart, up to the Lord. Meditation fills the heart with heavenly matter. But prayer gives the discharge and pours it forth upon God, whereby he is overcome to give the Christian his desired relief and help. The promise is the bill of bond wherein God makes himself a debtor to the creature, or what I mean is the Christian, just a human being here on earth that has the power of God in them. So uh, God has uh, in debt to you. you. He has to do what he says because he can't lie. And if you've done what he says, then you can go up to the throne boldly. Uh, you can turn that gun loose, that heart loose on the Lord. Now, though it is some comfort to a poor man that has no money at present to buy bread with when he uh, reads his bills and bonds to see that he has a great sum coming to him. But it's awful when there's a great sum that's owing to you. Yet this will not supply his present wants to buy some uh, buy him some bread no it is the putting his bond in suit that must do this by meditating on the promises you come to see there is support in that and deliverance out of afflictions engaged for this uh, reason but none will come Tell you, um, commence your suit. You owe me this. And I want it. And by the prayer of faith, I call in the debt. If you're serving the Lord, then the Lord says he'll take care of you. Quote, your heart shall live that seek God, unquote. Psalm 69, 32.
The humble shall see this and be glad, and your heart shall live that seek God. They uh, booked uh, up to the throne of the Lord, and they looked unto him and were lightened. Psalm 34, verse 5. They looked unto him and were lightened, and their faces were not ashamed. Okay, God expects to hear from you before you can expect to hear from him. Well, let's read some more promises here. If you don't get a hold of God, he's not going to get a hold of you. You ignore him, he'll ignore you. Real fast, now we're out of time. The Lord shall establish thee in holy people unto himself, as he has sworn unto thee, if thou shalt keep the commandments of the Lord thy God, and walk in his ways. Verse 10, And all people of the earth shall see that thou art called by the name of the Lord, and they shall be afraid of thee. Okay, praise the Lord. My time is up. We'll take this up again tomorrow, Lord willing. Uh, right now is the time that we pray. And if you want these promises to be yours, uh, the cream of the promises is eternal life. If you want that and all the other promises to go along with it, then say this prayer with me. The Lord says he turned no one away. So say, say this prayer to God. Say, my Lord and my God, have mercy upon my soul, a sinner. I believe that Jesus Christ is the son of the living God that he died on the cross and shed his precious blood for the forgiveness of all my former filthy sins. And I believe that you, Father God, raised Jesus from the dead by the power of the Holy Spirit. I open the door of my heart, and I invite you, Jesus, and Father God and Holy Spirit into my heart. The uh, you will not turn me away, Lord Jesus. Wash all my sins away in the precious blood that you shed for me. You won't turn me away. Therefore, I know you've heard me, and I know that you have answered me, and I know that I'm saved. And I thank you, Lord Jesus, for saving my precious, eternal, everlasting soul. Now, just raise your hands and praise and thank the Lord and share and tell them how they can receive a copy of this program, number 577. It's free. Go to alamoministries.com or write to Tony Alamo Christian Ministries, P.O. Box 6467, Texarkana, Texas 75505, or call area code 479-782-7370. That's 479-782-7370, or fax to area code 479-782-7406. All right, praise the Lord. The Lord, uh, this is to World Pastor Tony Lama saying, tune in tomorrow for another uh, instruction to everlasting life. And, uh, you know, the Bible says that those that continue on to the end shall be saved. So we have to keep going onward. And this is myself singing for you, Onward, Christian Soldiers. National attention has been focused on banner headlines proclaiming Christians are being kidnapped, tortured, committed to mental institutions, accused of brainwashing and mind control. Arise, Christian America. The King is coming. Hold fast. The day of the Lord is here. Onward, Christian soldiers, marching as to war. With the cross of Jesus going on.
deeds against the foe. Forward into battle, see his banners go. Onward, Christian soul.